Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. Happy New Year. So I took a delightful break, social media break over the holidays. It was glorious. I hope that you got the opportunity to do the same. But I am back to it now. Fresh full of ideas and seeing lots of things. So I'm hoping that this episode is going to be really, really helpful for you. So going into the new year, what habits do you want or need to change? And I mean, really, time to nip it in the bud stuff. In this sea of new year, new you posts, I thought it'd be useful to highlight why 92% of resolutions fail and fail pretty quickly. So check out why I don't think you should make them in previous episode. Uh, can't remember the number of it, but I'll link in the show notes. It's because people don't focus on their unconscious identity and their unconscious beliefs, you know, who they are on an unconscious level. It's the unconscious habits and beliefs that need the work because they're what runs 95 to 99% of the show, not the external stuff. You know, there's no judgment here on what constitutes good and bad habits either. It's not about making you wrong, in inverted commas, (laughs) in any way. And I mean, some habits are very obviously not as good as others. (laughs) And there is definitely an element of honesty required when you know something isn't good for you. But rather, it's what is a good and bad habit to you and for you? What gets in the way of you having what you want for your life? So it's not about focusing on the negative. It's about focusing on the positive changes to get you what you do want and to who you want to be and making it about what you actually want for you and for your life and forming habits around those. So most of the time, the focus is on what you don't want with resolutions and also kind of focusing on beating yourself up for all your perceived faults, right? How about mixing it up and you work out what you want and then work out what behavioral habits you need to get you there instead. So the focus is actually getting what you want. (laughs) You know, it's not just about the external physical habits either. You know, those little actions that you take, like I will lose X amount of pounds by not eating this or exercising that, you know, it's those thinking habits, those thoughts that lead to certain self-sabotaging behaviors, not just eat less, move more. So identify those and put your focus there. What recurring thoughts do you have that make you sabotage your efforts? 
you know i know i've talked before fairly recently about the power of habits and having a good good routine so go back to that episode but especially in the morning um and this is a slightly different take on everything you know i'm talking about the slightly more incognito if you will rather than the glaring glaringly obvious habits yeah the habits that every single decision you make and action you take creates even the teeny teeny tiny weeny ones yeah so think about your mental habits and tendencies the little things that seem harmless but create neural pathways and ingrained habitual behavior in other areas that you haven't actually noticed so going into 2020 it's time to make sure we stop repeating the same old behavior and patterns and expecting different outcomes yeah, there's a quote by Martha Beck, the way we do anything is the way we do everything. And what this means is if essentially we have a habit in one area of our lives, you are highly likely to find it in several others. So as an example, if you have a tendency to cut corners in your personal life, you know, do something that's not quite to the best of your ability, but it'll do, it may even just be around the house. You know, it's very, very likely that you'll do the same in your business. And we know what that can and usually will lead to. Yeah? It's not a great energy to be coming from. And people will see through a lack of effort. They just will. So if you just started noticing when you could cut corners, but pattern interrupt and do something different that supports the behavior that you do want, that's the start of you creating a new neural pathway to doing things well and to the best of your ability. You know, it's about catching yourself in the habit and making a different choice, yeah? So it's about making the unconscious conscious. Your internal thoughts and habits are what manifests, I put that word in inverted commas also, as things in your external world. It's what creates the results that you get or don't get. It sounds woo, but I promise you it's not, okay? Manifesting is absolutely real. You've just got to understand a little bit about psychology and the human mind to see. It's unfortunate that so many of the people that teach it frame it in such a fluffy way that it makes rational minded people like me <laughs> go yuck and totally ignore it. Your unconscious beliefs and habits lead to the results you get full stop. And that's essentially what it is. Another example, if you have a habit of procrastinating on things that you don't really want to do, rather than just pushing through it and getting it done, it is highly likely that you'll do the same in your business. Procrastination is many things, but one of the biggest is a habit. You are not a procrastinator. It's not about your identity. You have a habit of procrastinating. I've got a ton of other episodes if you're struggling with that. It's really, really easy to slip back into old habits, even with the best of intentions. It's like there's this invisible pull back towards it, which is where the awareness and self-discipline comes in, giving you back the power of your conscious choice. Huh? <laughs> My favorite tool to overcome it is Mel Robbins, the five second rule. So what you've got to do is catch yourself in those thoughts of going towards the behavior you don't want. So for example, moving towards the donut or sitting on the sofa, not going to the gym, count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and then physically move to take the action towards what you do want. Yeah. And definitely listen to the episode on self-discipline. Now, remember, changing habits takes awareness, effort, discipline, and a little bit of time. And then that behavior becomes your habit. That is your unconscious go-to programming. So think about how you can make it easy on yourself. 
it all takes a little bit of kindness towards yourself too. You will slip up. It's not about being perfect. It's about getting back on it when you do slip up. Yeah. So rather than just setting your goals in your business, set some about who you want to be. Yeah. How do you want to show up? And also read more about, uh, listen to the episode on how to set goals that actually work for you. That's a previous one as well. So by who do you need to be? I mean, what characteristics would you need to possess? Is it confidence, generosity, determination? Could be anything. What characteristics would you need to possess to get where you want to go? Yeah. What characteristics do you admire in the people that you follow? Write all this down and refer to it daily. Yeah. Set a reminder on your phone. It's all well and good working these things out and writing them down once. But if you do that, nothing's going to come from it, is it? It's about reminding yourself and creating that habit. So who can you model that's done what you want to do? And what can you learn from them? What can you read about them? You know, are there any articles that talk about their daily routines and habits, their non-negotiables that you could potentially adopt into your own life? What habits does a person who has what you want to have, have? That's a mouthful. I shall say it again. What habits does a person who has what you want to have, have? What habits do you need to let go of? Remember, change only happens when the pain of things staying as they are is greater than the pain, as in the effort, the discipline, etc., of change. There are things we simply need to let go of to get where we're going. We have to let go of certain things. Now, some of the things that I've let go of are a lack of confidence, self-deprecation. That was a big one for me. Negativity. If you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that was huge. Giving up when it was hard. I had to give up giving up. Makes sense? Or giving up when I didn't know the answer. Uh, I had to give up caring too much about what other people think, laziness, not taking action through fear, fear over investing in myself due to a lack of self-worth and guilt. And if you haven't done any money mindset work, please do yourself a favor and book in a call with me. It is absolutely critical to work through. It really, really is. It's the foundation of so much when you're running a business. I had to let go of making excuses of not taking responsibility for my part in my results, blaming. There are loads more, but you see my point. I did all of this and then some, and there's still work to do. This stuff is continuous. As soon as you think you've sorted one thing, something else will come up, and that's a good thing, but I'm human. All of these things were habitual thought processes that I had, and 100% up to me to change in order to get where I wanted to go. And this is what I mean when I say it can be confronting. Yeah, you really have to own your shiz. Yeah, no one else can do that for you. You simply can't expect different results from the same behaviors. So what needs to change? What do you need to let go of? So for inspiration and transparency, here are a couple of things that I'm letting go of this year. Junk food and eating things that I know I'm intolerant to. Why? Because I know it drastically affects my mood, my productivity, and my health overall, and it stops now. So whenever I have a goal, I ask myself, what are the five steps someone would need to take to help make this a habit in the easiest possible way? So for this one, number one, stop going to the supermarket. It's a little more effort, but worth the payoff to go to the farm shops. And there are plenty around here, so there's no excuse, really. You know, and when you do go to the supermarket... How much extra stuff do you shove in? And you're just putting yourself in temptation's way. 
uh, if you if you don't have farm shops around you, sure, go to the supermarket, but do it online. So you're sticking your lanes. <laughs> Number two, ask their chef husband to help create some basic dishes that I love that I can always have on hand and ask him to teach me some of the basics of cooking healthy food that doesn't just come out of a packet. When he goes away, I have a tendency to whack a chicken Kiev in the oven. Shame. Okay, guilty. Stops now. Number three, get rid of any junk food from the cupboards, even the emergency junk food. I see you. I know you. <laughs> Number four, enroll the hubster in my course and we can do it together or he can help, you know. Enrolling other people, helping you so you're not in it on your own is oh, so key. And number five, plan more so I don't get caught in the trap of having to get unhealthy food. Thank you, self-sabotaging unconscious mind for that one. So this one is a really, really freaking great example of the only thing standing in my way is me. My own excuses, habits and responsibility. I have literally everything I need to be able to make this happen. So I have to be honest with myself and call it out. Where and in what areas are you doing the same thing? Where do you already have all the resources that you need, but you're just not using them? So booze for me is also involved in this and something that I worked on last year. I don't drink very often at all these days. Ex-party girl right here. Never thought I'd see the day. But when I felt I had to, for whatever reason, it's a wedding or whatever, I've really paid for it. You know, my productivity is affected for days after along with my sleep. It's not worth it. But it's about understanding what those extra steps are to a behavior. So the behavior is boozing, but all that knock-on effect is craziness. Yeah. So I have a few rules of thumb now, and this is my making it easy on myself. So my aim wasn't to become teetotal, although who's to say I won't in the future? I don't know. It's not my goal right now. Although I didn't drink a drop from January until the end of May last year, and it was glorious. I only drink, so this is one of my rules, I only drink with people that I actually want to drink with, yeah, I used to do it because I felt I had to, to be polite, or, you know, it's just the done thing, or to to be part of the crowd, or whatever, and I only drink the drinks that I actually enjoy for the flavour, how much, isn't it bonkers how much we drink of things that we're actually like, that's disgusting, I couldn't count the amount of Jaeger bombs I used to drink, how gross are they? <laughs> So for me, it's red wine with good food and cider. And that's the West Country girl in me. Uh, occasionally a little summer pims because yum. Um, and if I know I've got a lot on, I won't drink at all. And if I want to have a drink, I won't put anything in for the next day. Those are just my rules for me, my boundaries for myself. You need to make up yours in any of these areas. I'm just sharing what I do for reference and inspiration or whatever. So the other one. Next one is my need for control over situations. Why do I want to let this go? This is still a habit from the fallout of losing everything five years ago, being so out of control. It's something I work on, but it is hugely important to me to completely let go now. I believe everything happens for a reason and a positive will always come from a negative, but my need for control spills into how I interact with the hubster and also creates a need of feeling I have to do certain things on my own. Fran Solo, if you will. <laughs> a belief of if I don't control things, they will go wrong. It's a strong one for me, yeah, based on so many instances uh, a few years ago of, of not having control and things 
being pretty miserable. It's a deeply, deeply ingrained habit and why I've not done an episode specifically on control before. And once I master it, I shall let you know. And you will know because there will be a whole episode on it. <laughs> I know all the practical ways to do it, but I'm just not there yet. So in the spirit of practicing what I preach, it's an episode for another day. Soon. <laughs> so this year I'm letting it go. Life's way more fun that way. What will be will be. And two heads are usually better than one. And trying to control an outcome is a surefire way to make it move further away because you're approaching it from an I'm doing this because I don't want that to happen. So the focus is all on the thing you don't want to happen. Hello, self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, this is why I'm always saying, try not to have an attachment to the outcome. And I am getting good at this, really good at this. Treat it as an experiment, you know, and test and tweak as you go. The more you do this, the more your need for control lessens. Yeah, it's, it's made a huge difference for me. One has a very heavy emphasis you know that need for control it's stressful and it's unpleasant amongst many other things and the other that having no attachment to the outcome you know uh, treating it as an experiment is much lighter and there's no self-beating involved and dare I say it really is way more fun so the last one that I'm going to talk you through is I'm letting go of anywhere I'm not showing up as the best me why because it's important to me to be the best version of me in all areas of my life, not just some, and with all people, even the ones that rub me up the wrong way. I want to be compassionate and empathetic in all situations and hope that how I show up can help someone else show up how they want you to. We're all reacting to each other's unconscious programming all the time. And it's really, really easy to react in the moment. And when we do, it's not always how we would have liked to. So there's a certain way I want to be, and sometimes habits get in the way. So what does that mean? You create new ones. Literally every single micro decision that you make creates your habits. It doesn't matter what they are, you can change them. So I'm letting go of everywhere I'm not showing up as exactly who I want to be. So I will be catching myself in moments where I want to judge, cut a corner, leave something for later, or get sucked into distraction, hello Instagram. <laughs> but I also love a little bit of gossip. I like to be in the know. It's a serious FOMO thing that I have. But I increasingly find even being around those kind of conversations, or even like seeing a social media post where someone's clearly talking about someone else, I find it incredibly toxic, negative, and a bit draining, if I'm honest. So I'm going to let go of my FOMO and my need to know and simply stay in my own lane politely make my excuses to leave. This one's going to be tough because I love people telling me their secrets. <laughs> I've always been that go-to person that people tell everything to and they know that their secret's safe, you know, since I was young. But fun as it can be, it's almost always negative. Now, it's about someone else and I don't want to be around it anymore, you know, so there's a few for you that I'm letting go of and there will be plenty more. So when you are thinking about setting your goals, working out what you want and how you're going to get there, don't just focus on the external habits. Focus on the internal ones, the characteristics, the qualities, the little mental habits that put together lead to a lot of big results. So it's so, 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 so important that you work out what they are and how you want to show up. Remind yourself constantly. Make it as easy as possible. So ask yourself, what can I do to make this easier? You know, it's, for example, if you want to go to the gym more, make sure you lay out your gym kit 
the night before, get it all ready, and it's all you need to do is pick it up to take it out with you in the morning. Don't underestimate how much these seemingly little personal habits can affect your business and how you show up in the world. Catch yourself when you're slipping back into the same old habits you said you don't want anymore. Yeah, call yourself out on any negativity, excuses, anywhere you aren't taking responsibility, anywhere you know you have the tools and aren't using them. We all do it, it's human nature. Like I'm always reminding you, 95 to 99% of everything we do is run by our unconscious mind and therefore our habits. So we've got to call ourselves out on it. So freaking empowering when you do as well. Goal setting is great and hugely important. But if your habits aren't matching up to what you want, it's going to stop you and sabotage you. And then you'll wonder what went wrong. So set your goals, but also ask yourself, who do you need to be to achieve them? What habits do you need to start or let go of to get there? That's the stuff to focus on. So what are you letting go of? Please, please tell me. I really, really want to hear. So go tag me in your stories on Instagram at I'm Fran Excel. Don't forget it's two L's. Go tag me in because I want to see what you're letting go of for 2020. Let's all be in this together. Yeah. So what are you letting go of? And happy 2020. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.